Hello, hello. Hey, how you doing? Good, how are you? Okay, how's your day going so far? Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, was pretty ended with oh my god so we have like we have like a glass like big uh we have like a big pasta um pot that's the word i'm looking for and it's got like a, a you know big glass lid and because it was so hot my mom accidentally dropped it and scattered everywhere in our kitchen oh no so that caused a ruckus so but it didn't get in any of the food we you know checked as much as we you know you can for that but it seemed like it all landed uh on the floor so as annoying as that was you know we're all staple healthy we didn't have to like make new dinner you know obvious we're not texas right now <laughs> you know <laughs> like things are okay but yes how are how are you well yeah my pipes aren't frozen and it was a balmy 70 today so i can't complain yeah it was really nice. Um, did love that we got to bully Ted Cruz into coming back. <laughs> this is the theme song for fanfic and tastic. There's three cool ladies, Sarah, Hannah, Ashley. Usually we, we all record together, but sometimes it's only Sarah and Ashley. But that's okay, because it's still super cool. We read <laughs> news stories out loud. And discuss what it means in our lives. And then we read a related fan fiction. Unless Ashley can tuck Sarah into reading a really gross one. So come join us <laughs> for fan ficking tastic. Uh, that wow. was amazing. That was incredible. <laughs> that was amazing. And that needs to be our permanent new theme song. Uh, yeah, this is fan ficking tastic. And I am Sarah. I'm Hannah. I'm Ashley. <laughs> like, I can't even follow that now, man. That was just goddamn magical. I know, seriously. <laughs> I panicked and I was like, I guess I'm just going to sing our theme song instead of no, making I, up weird noises. <laughs> I fully support that shit. I think that needs to be our permanent... Um, Hundred percent permanent one forever <laughs> and ever. Okay, I'm I'm totally fine with that. Um, <laughs> I'm glad it's recorded so that you can you know remember it. Oh, you know what we should do is I'll try to figure out what the ukulele chords are and then we can <laughs> record I mean, it. I literally just came out of my mouth as I was thinking words so oh, it's cool. I'm going to transcribe it. it and make you um re-sing it later oh, so God. we have a copy oh, Jesus. get ready to perform get me Hello. get me the words and I'll put it to a four chord song and then oh, God. and then we'll have it <laughs> Be oh my so god, fantastic. that would be amazing if we end up with an actual legit theme song that's just bullshit <laughs> I pulled out of my ass on after, the fly. Like, after like three years. Yeah. Totally <laughs> uh, oh, I'm Ashley. Also, we cuss. Dang it. It's so cool. close. I, I added a disclaimer at the beginning now because <laughs> I usually forget to say, P.S. I cuss a lot. Hi. I think we all cuss. It's cool. I cuss the most though. We were, well, now it's a competition. I mean, competition. if we were giving at where it's not a competition, whatever, we compete. 
But if we were giving out awards for who cussed the most in a given episode, I'd win that award. That would be my Dundee, and I'd be proud to display it. Your Dundee. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. All right. Ashley, how's your <laughs> life going? We already talked about how Hannah did not drop plates into her food, so it was still edible. Just okay? Rousing. <laughs> well, as as I've been uh, I'm, one I'm like, to say, I'm like having lately, a really same pandemic, week. different day. <laughs> like, true. I mean, I know how Ashley's day was because I ordered her six bottles of wine. So <laughs> hey, mm. cheers to that! Right. <laughs> um, oh my I, god! Yeah, well, I am so sure. glad I'm Today celebrating is National already. Drink Wine I know. Day, guys. I'm on my second glass of Zinfandel, so we're all good. I know, me too. <laughs> I know. Oh god! I'm on my That's... second glass of Chardonnay <laughs> because the pandemic has turned me into a Chardonnay person. <laughs> uh, yeah, we love you anyway. I, I bought those. Um, those but it doesn't give me a headache, so. That are supposed to like alleviate the wine headache from reds, and they totally work. Yeah, I've never heard of this. Um, I forget what they're called. Oh, what's that? What? What? what tell yeah, me. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Bring this knowledge <laughs> to my brain. Fun yourself. Um, Great. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like a Sorry. little. It's, Sorry. It's like a thing that you. Um, <laughs> it's called a wine wand. <laughs> And oh wait it's yeah. like you freeze it and you put it in in a wand wait, i might be thinking of something completely different well there's uh, a couple of them but this one kind of looks like a um <laughs> like a tea like when you know it's like that um like the tea balls that you get uh-huh. it looks like a cross between that and like a brita water filter and you basically like put it in your wine and then like you swirl it around for a few minutes and then it takes away like um half of like the sulfides and histamines and like the shit that um causes you know like headaches oh yeah i was thinking of something that like chilled your wine and like as i was saying it i was like that's not what sarah's talking about at all that is much cooler yeah there's one that's like drops and I heard those are really good too that look like eye drops. Interesting. Um, but I haven't um I haven't tried those ones yet. There you have to like order those ones online. Mm. And the other ones, like the wind wand was at Total Wine when I went to pick up my, my order like one day, so I just got it. Um but the drops you can't the drops you can't take if you're a vegan. Because they have um, egg white Whoa, protein. Now I need to try this. Mm. But they are gluten free. So, um, and I'm not vegan anymore, like totally. Mm. So I could totally try them. Well, nice. Yeah, I'll send you guys a blank. Don't worry. That's cool. I like. I'm. I so, am yeah, intrigued. You, wanna, you know, go back. So it's called a wine wand. Um, it's totally helped. <gasps> okay, thank you. <laughs> I mean, I do. I, I only ordered a single out of the six that bottles is. of Chardonnay. Uh, well, no, excuse me. 
six bottles of wine that I very ordered. Very true. Only one was a Chardonnay. Yeah, I'm drinking a 2014 so, Zinfandel huh. because, you know, fuck it. Yep. It was in my closet. And <laughs> when else am I going to enjoy like a $50 bottle of wine except sitting here with you guys? So. Hey. Yeah, I feel, I feel, yeah, I was going to yeah. say, I feel really, like, honored I mean, let's be that real. you're the breaking out the good wine shit that we get is, like, That's literally cool. the cheapest wine that I have in my That's house at any given cool. time, so, yeah. No, Meanwhile, I'm drinking $3 Trader Joe's wine, not two well, buck chuck. Fancy. But, <laughs> you know no, what? I joined a really bougie wine club like a million years ago that gives me like eight bottles a year. And for a while, I was like, I'm not going to drink them because they're so nice. So I ended up with like, you know, a jillion bottles of like really stupidly expensive wine. Now I'm like, fuck it. I'm drinking them all. Yeah, right. You want to make sangria with $6 $6 Syrah? Sure. Let's fucking do it. Why not? Yep. K-Syrah, Syrah. Um, you were at the birthday party when it makes I me sad that I'm not over at your house more often. Yeah, it was really good. That, it was delicious. I had a lot of it. Yeah, it was quite enjoyable. <laughs> but I did delicious. mix a bottle of like I'm not $8 gonna pre-made there was sangria much had by me. with my like $60 um, bottle of wine sangria. So, you know, like who can <laughs> anymore? Honestly, like. Well, plus, like, honestly, some bottles of, like, really expensive wine taste like shit. And you some bottles of... Oh, my God. Completely. Taste amazing. Like, my dad had, like, a stupidly expensive, like, hundreds of dollar bottle of wine. Very true. And it tasted like someone farted on it. Like, it was so <laughs> gross. It was the nastiest <laughs> bottle of wine. I wouldn't pay money for that thing. But... I've noticed... Sometimes the more expensive the Chardonnay is, uh, that's such a it, like the worse I think it tastes. Personally, like I I don't drink Chardonnay because <coughs> I don't like that like super buttery taste. Like I like Pinot Grigios and Sauvignon Blancs because they're much drier. Mm-hmm. But yeah, sometimes when it's like a really nice bottle of Chardonnay, <laughs> I'm like no. <laughs> I just got a Pinot Grigio and thought of you, Hannah. It came in. Oh my, my god! Thank you. It's Guadi. I hate the, um, it. There's a, if anybody likes to get wine, there's a winery in Solvang that um, <laughs> is kind of like 50s vintage, um, like Vegas vibe. I do like wine. And they have a, tiki, yeah, they have like a tiki lounge, like if you, when you can actually go out <gasps> and do things. And so oh, cool. they make oh, yeah, you told um, me about tiki it. cocktails, like using wine. So you <gasps> get like a painkiller, a zombie, like all the different things, but they use wine instead of like, you know like rum and um like their back room is like a tiki bar kind of thing it's really cute and okay gonna be one of the first places i go when yeah we all and get vaccinated all of, and we're allowed to do bottles, things um have like pinup girl like illustrations on them and cute. a lot of them are modeled on like current burlesque like um performers like a lot of them yeah they're pretty sweet, but the current round of wines yeah, you sent me. They're are all really Disneyland inspired. Pretty awesome. So there's a couple Cute. that are like tiki, um, tiki room vibe, like kind of like jungle roomy vibe, and then one that's like Walt under like you know, the bridge with like the welcome to sign. Um, 
but one of them is a Pinot Gris, and I thought of you. I'll save it till I I'm... see you guys, and then we can bust Aww. it up. Well, I'm honored, especially since you added Tiki and Disneyland there. Like, wow, those are three of my favorite things. Okay. <laughs> like, I can't go wrong. But especially, Sarah, you know our relationship with <laughs> Tiki, <laughs> T- Disneyland and Tiki drinks. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> but hey, if you drink Tiki drinks with me at my house, I can guarantee we're not going to be roofied. So it's all good. Yeah, that'll be a good time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <gasps> oh, my God, <laughs> Hannah. Sorry. You're the other person in that story? Oh, yeah. No, it was me. Okay, so <laughs> I knew the story, but, like, I didn't 100%. realize you were the other oh, person. Okay, well, hold on. Just to explain a little bit. Oh, that's yeah. Terrifying. Well, I'll give a very, uh, unlike my drink, watered-down version. Well, now you have um, to tell the story. Basically, <laughs> Sarah and I went to Disneyland I think sir was this like the first time we had hung out in like a few years no we, we hung out was it that times, day or we but this was like one of okay. our first like major Disney trips yes okay okay so Sarah and I went to Disneyland and um for anyone who doesn't know at Disneyland um like adjacent to the parks is the Disneyland hotel and in the hotel there is uh this um bar called Trader Sam's and it's a tea bar it's really fun you know <laughs> overly expensive but really fun um and um Sarah and I went there and like this couple starts ch- <laughs> chatting us up <laughs> long story short uh a couple of swingers try to pick us up at <laughs> Disneyland uh it's one of the only times I've ever used sorry I have a fast pass for Space Mountain as an excuse uh these people but they bought us they bought us drinks and (laughs) yeah um we're pretty sure something was in it just based on the fact that like we should not have been as fucked up as we were uh, having had that 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 said the reason why i can laugh is because it's just so ridiculous that a couple like old like they were older swingers (laughs) like Oh my god! And I knew she was like starting to like hit on me because she started like touching my back. And then, and then they like bought us these drinks and like let us buy the souvenir glasses. And when I said that I like, we were, uh, they were like, "Okay, well, we bought you these drinks." So and I'm like, "Okay, that obviously means nothing." Like they, they clearly had never heard of consent before. Like they were, they were, you know, this is like yeah. <laughs> as I'm telling you, this is an awful it's story. Nothing. <laughs> they were mad. Paper. It was. Mm-hmm. oh my god they were so creepy and they she kept like telling sarah and i like oh like i really like girls and my husband's got a big dick and i was like i have to work tomorrow like it was just yeah. so awful it was um so oh god <laughs> yeah <laughs> so anyway uh, i'd like to get off this right i am the other person in that story actually yeah. so Moral of the story, you don't go on to the dark side of Trader Sam's because yeah, they're absolutely in the creepy corner. And yeah, it was like, damn. Yeah. Always, you know, I want to everyone was safe and okay. And, yeah. you know, we we left and, you know, nothing nothing bad happened. But um, yeah, what a time at Disneyland. Disneyland. Yeah. The last place that you expect to, yeah. 
Oh, man. Well, I'm very glad that you guys are <laughs> this makes our safe and okay. Is a little bit more amusing. That is one hell of a story. Exactly. <laughs> well, anyway. <laughs> Tell us. Okay. So I have a story. Sorry. I have a story for you guys. Okay. So. Kind of, of hard course. to miss. Um, yes. Y'all know about the horrific ice storms in Texas? Yeah. Um, my my friend, okay, so I have a friend that I talk to every week. We, we play Among Us together. Sarah knows her. Her name is Ren. Um, like, Ooh. her power is super off. Uh, <laughs> like, and it's cold in her house, so she actually had to set up her tent in her living room. Yeah. Because the tent will keep, like, the body heat together and warmer than just being in the living room, right? But even then, the floor was too mm-hmm. cold, so she took the mattress off of That's her bed. Actually- Tell and then do. slept so in the tent on top of the mattress and like coat your floor like so in like her living room and she's all place. dressed up yeah mm-hmm. yep that's exactly what she's been doing like she's full-on camping in her living room and reading books by candlelight so texas is like crazy stupid cold right now and one of the problems that they're having is all of these sea turtles that are normally used to you know warm like gulf of mexico temperatures are now getting what they call cold stunned which is where it just becomes like so cold that they can't move anymore they're just like confused and they can't move anymore because they're um ectothermic right except that they actually have um this whole group called i think it's sea turtle inc and they're like ready and prepared for this. And they have whole rooms where they can put the turtles that are heated and warm and they run on generators. So they've been literally going out and, and just like people from the community who are trained and also people who have boats and the, the ink, the, the sea turtles ink people have been going out and saving these sea turtles um and they've saved like 4000 sea turtles so far um and other companies are opening up their large areas like SpaceX their the the uh sea turtle inc uh main building is near SpaceX somewhere and so they have opened it up to the sea turtles and there's just like a thousand sea turtles oh. chilling in this building that's being warmed by giant generators and all kinds of people are donating their their extra generators and their industrial strength generators and all kinds of stuff to save the sea turtles. And uh, oh my one goodness. of them that they rescued is like 150 years old and weighs over 400 pounds. Like, it was just, I know, it was just really heartwarming to hear this story about all these people That's working together adorable. to, you know, save sea turtles. It was really That's cool. So nice. I wanted to I share it with it. everybody. <laughs> But I can yeah. just imagine this. I can imagine those people being like, you know, right. sharing an ice storm or something. Be story. Like, yes, guys, this is what we've been cool prepping story for this whole time. Like, you're getting way too excited about it. <coughs> okay. Right. They all have their little Captain Planet rings, and they're like ready. To sea go. Turtle Squad, assemble! I support it. 
right okay uh <laughs> somewhat related yep oh i was gonna say somewhat related and it's definitely a oh, fake story but it story made me way. laugh super hard uh was <laughs> hearing uh the this quote story that the zodiac killer finally came out to confirm he is not ted cruz <laughs> and that he didn't want to be associated with him. I saw right. that <laughs> and I sent it to Ashley because she doesn't does it. not want to be part and of so Ted Cruz. Oh yes. Uh, I laughed so hard when I saw that. Yeah. So if you've missed it, um, there's been but, my favorite of all uh, true crime rumors is I, that Ted Cruz is actually the the Zodiac killer. I support it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, seriously. So the fact that the Zodiac Killer would actually come out and be like, nope, I mean, why not, not me? That guy's way worse. Uh, yeah. Just, you know, makes me cackle deep down in my little black. Yeah, soul. I might have murdered people, but I did not go to Cancun while I was an elected official. God. Hey. I do love that we bullied him back to Texas. During an ice storm. <laughs> and then someone. Someone, I don't know if you guys just heard this like more recent, but someone uh, (laughs) like leaked uh, like a text chain between his wife, him, and like their neighbors because they were like, "Oh, like we're really cold. Let's go to Cancun." So, like, totally, totally calling them out, uh, you know, about this BS that he said about only going for the night or whatever. But I, I love that someone was like. "Mm -mm." Uh, <laughs> receipts live forever. <laughs> Screen caps are remember that. No, sir. Exactly. I right. Love it. I think not, okay. sir. Yes, exactly. I appreciate everybody I saw, out there who's I saw, being an internet uh, warrior. A meme <laughs> that I think it was from a screencast <laughs> from Parks and Rec, and it was like, sure. Uh, the memes are fire, but at what cost? <laughs> and I do, I do just appreciate that we all, you know, have a sense of humor about these kind of <laughs> things because the me the memes are fire. Well, because if you last year, it's been depressing. If you but... can't laugh, you cry. So I mean, memes are exactly much how we get through life. I mean, and I think the whole idea oh my gosh. of people not realizing that, um, you know, the internet is forever is the same reason we get the rabbit hole that you sucked me into hannah so fuck you oh which one um that <laughs> sheriff guy in texas that was married and had like 48 million girlfriends and fiancés and dates <laughs> oh 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 you did it oh shit so i was uh, you know happy i'm sorry what I, just I'm happened working too hard and haven't checked the news thing and then hannah posted a thing that led me into like three different freaking Facebook groups and down this whole goddamn rabbit <laughs> hole because of I believe some... his name was Jason Collier or yeah some <laughs> some uh sweet sweet douchebag in uh Texas speaking of right yeah um, <laughs> he was a police chief in right. Texas which um you know, I guess says a lot about their vetting process, um, who was married and then, you know, was clowning around on the side with like multiple females mm-hmm. as was 
um, brought about by, again, internet warriors who fucking made whole, like, infographics of all of oh, the yeah. that he was with in timelines. <clears throat> but it came about because he had a girlfriend <clears throat> that he gave faked, like, oh. forged annulment papers to show that he wasn't married anymore. So that his girlfriend was comfortable dating him. And, you know, it was, like, hanging out with her and, you know, like, living their best oh, dating life. No. Because he, of course, was, like, free and available. And then at the same time, did the exact same thing to another chick. Um, and I guess he didn't know that these two girls knew each other. But somehow, like, one of them posted on Instagram about her fiancé. And then the <laughs> other girl, like, uh, saw it or did something. And then they decided, like, one of them decided to just, like, take this fucker down. And it became this whole thing where it came out that he had, like, faked the Nolan papers and proposed to his girlfriend. And then he had After a sexy three weeks. girlfriend. Yes. Um, and he he has children, I believe, like, they both had children, like the girls. Um, he proposed to them with uh, coffee makers because, you know, everybody needs a yes. fucking coffee maker. And he also had like, and then like as the, one of the girls is like posting this and like literally like posting the receipts Romantic. on Facebook, like screen caps. And like this was him like last week. And then the girl was like, oh, shit. Like he's told me that he had to go. Like, you know, the DMV. And she's like, no, bitch. He was at my house, like, fixing my windows. Like, it was a whole thing. Oh, my God. Well, it got even crazier, too, yeah. because, like, these women were, like, across state lines. And he said, <laughs> men really are the most. He said he had a part-time job with the FBI. <laughs> yeah. And said, like, he was like, oh, like, I got to go to, you know, Oregon, you know, when oh, all no. the protests and things were happening like oh i'm going to oregon because the fbi needs me and then when the that bombing in nashville happened he was like oh i gotta go to nashville for my part-time job with the fbi so using like really horrible yeah because yeah. <laughs> that that's the thing part-timer with the fbi it was a part-timer oh no, it was it was insane and then i think the total count was like his wife that he was married to plus three fiancés and like at least six other girls who came forward and said that like one eventually said uh that's my friend's boyfriend he's supposed to be in Iraq <laughs> like I'm sorry I'm not laughing like at these women at all it's just the most insane like this man yeah is the most they insane believe person. That he was like with them only with them like you know, they were going over and, like, he was spending time with their children and, like, they thought. And, again, sign sometimes that maybe things aren't what they seem is if you meet a guy and two weeks later he is proposing with a coffee maker. Maybe yeah. check mm -hmm. on that shit. Like, it was very, like, Dirty John, like, but, like, you know, the weird thing, too, was, he, you know, you know, with the comparison I just made, like, Dirty John clearly was going after, like, women with money. This the one of the things that they said was he was like very insistent on paying for things and had like multiple credit cards and I'm like bro like rule number one you have the biggest paper trail I've ever heard of like oh god it was oh, just yeah. it, bizarre.
Yeah. Anyway, there was like a, a Facebook group talking about how they need to make like a Netflix movie about this. And Jesus. Yeah. It was amazing. Ugh. And then it turns out too that like his original when he got hired, his original like biography when they're like, Welcome to the sheriff's department, like do yes. was like married, father of three, devoted. He's also a pastor. Um, oh and yeah, then, and then and kept like, telling the woman they weren't godly enough. Yeah, and then like a month later, I'm sorry, what? When, <laughs> a month later, when they published the guy's um, bio again, the married part is gone, and it just says father of three, pastor. It doesn't say married anymore. So he like literally had that part redacted oh, and gosh. like removed from his. What body. a fucking creep! So yeah. Oh, he's so, terrible. So, yeah, it basically, so it blew up on Facebook, and then it got brought to the police department and to, like, Texas authorities. So, um, the Texas Rangers conducted an investigation (laughs) into this dude, and he was arrested by the Texas Rangers, charged with tampering with a government document with the intent of fraud, because, again, he forged an annulment to, like, show these chicks. Um, and a state felony, and yet his bail set at 10, um, 10 grand. Yeah. 10 grand? Mm-hmm. Damn. I feel like that's again, not enough. It's there. not with a 10%, like, he's probably already yeah, he's out. out. But uh, again, if you want to dive down the rabbit hole, system in a lot of ways. there is a Facebook group called Jason Collier Netflix Series, which is what I got sucked into and then never emerged for, like, three hours. Um, and they were suggesting guys to play him one of which um included and i think this is a really appropriate casting choice dane cook oh my god (laughs) yeah because he looks kind of like him he does look like him remember when people liked dane cook that was so a thing guys would wear like i I was one of those people once upon a time Hannah. I know. This is the only time I've ever been disappointed in you. I was young and naive and tried to make boys like me and then I realized that was the fruitless effort because I don't even like boys. <laughs> but yes. Uh, you can lead a horse to water. Exactly. But you can't make it like Dean Cook. <laughs> no, you can't. Absolutely can't. But oh, that man. was yeah, yeah, that was my thing that I got sucked into. And that only happened like that broke what like three weeks ago. Oh my god, yeah. That was definitely this year. Yeah, it was so. at the end of January. But we totally yeah. forgot to talk about it. Um, <laughs> can we, though, quickly well, talk about speaking of um, things, I see talk about I anything we'd like. For a second. Because uh, we're watching that really, really shitty show, 911. Uh, because we have legit run out of things to watch. And Okay. That think? was Luke Wilson? No, it's the one with um the guy from Six Feet Under and oh, okay. um the chick who played um Maureen's girlfriend in Rent, the movie. That. Oh, Tracy Tracy Toms, yes. Yes. Um who I totally like. <clears throat> but um and then a bunch of like other people, you know, who I've never heard of. And um Jennifer Love Hewitt. Which right. I have to work really hard not to call it Jennifer Love Huge Tits because my brother's called her that for like a million years. And so like oh my that God. is the first thing that comes out of my mouth every time I talk about her. Oh, geez. Um, 
I have three brothers. It's a terrible thing to work past. I know. Um, but yeah, so they're like they're, you know, the fire station <laughs> in Los Angeles. And most of their shit is like really things that can never actually happen in LA, like the tsunami that goes over the Santa Monica Pier and like destroys the pier and they have to like run away from like the giant wave that is, you know, taking over all of Santa Monica. Sure. Like, do that happen. Why um, not? Yeah. You know, it's like in Sharknado when they could make it from downtown LA to the Van Nuys airport in like 10 minutes. You know, you just you're like, <laughs> sure, buddy, this is cool. But I forgot about that. <laughs> the current episode, um, I feel like they just spin a wheel of like shit people are afraid of in Southern California and are like, these should be the things in our episode because this episode featured the destruction of the Hollywood sign. A mudslide. Okay. Um, the dam breaking. So, of course, like, it, like, flowed through L.A., you know, because that terrible L.A. dam that's going to, like, ruin all of our downtown. Um, and then, like, you know, there had been, like, many quakes, and that's what, like, set it all off. And I'm sitting here going, like, do these Like, if you just watch this show and you are a fucking alien, you would think that we live in, like, the most, I mean, we do kind of, but, like, there's, like, a natural disaster, like, every fucking day. Because, of course, (laughs) there's going to be a dam that breaks that pushes a bus into, like, the 15th (laughs) floor of a building in downtown LA. Oh, my God. Uh Uh-huh. Exactly. Like, could. It could. I mean... I saw volcano. I know that we could erupt into molten I mean, lava. And I escaped from LA when LA broke off and like basically fell into the ocean and became its own little like prisoner colony island. But oh my I god! Don't think yep. That's actually that what's going to happen. Uh, quick plug for no, but I am praying for it. <laughs> Same. Quick plug, uh, the podcast, How Did This Get Made, which is one of my favorites. They did an episode on Escape from L.A., and it is one of the funniest ones that they've recorded. It's so, oh, God. Anyway. That one is really solid. My favorite is still (laughs) the Star Wars special. Oh, God. (laughs) Where they talk about that winner, because uh, that's the biggest, that's the biggest piece of shit ever. And I like Star Wars. (laughs) <laughs> I was gonna say if you're saying that, but do we need a whole movie about the Wookiee Life Day? That's oh, mostly God. like, oh, the celebration yes, of life. It's mostly, you know, like yep. TV appearances by um, actors and performers who are really popular in the '70s, and then not so much by the early '80s. Oh God, <laughs> it's so awkward. the The Wookiee Life celebration is so fucking awkward. I actually have like. A bootleg DVD somewhere, and seen it. Uh, first of all, they sing Star Wars, like the theme to Star Wars. They they sing it. They put lyrics to it, and it's really uncomfortable. But then also, uh, Chewie and like his family get together to celebrate the their version of Christmas. Oh god! And the whole family sits. The whole family sits around the table and has like a full on conversation with each other about something because you don't know because it's just like 
noises. Oh it's my just Wookiee talk. Are there subtitles? It's or like it's just no. them. It's like no, oh my it's god. The- no, it's no, there's no Wookie. subtitles. Yeah. Wow. There's and it's like it's long too. It's like at least five minutes long, and they're like, okay, they're creepy too. Like, and you're like, what the fuck? There's like baby Wookies and grandma Wookies, and it's 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 all kind yep. of fucking weird. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. Any Wookiee that doesn't look like Chewie oh, is just uncomfortable. But there's a really see good it. book that um it's about like they find i don't know like some fucking like spaceship destroyer thing but the crux of it is that something has been released that's like turning everyone into basically fucking zombies and so um the main character finds like a little like a little kid wookie who's like the only one that's like left of his family that's not like dead and they're going out but everybody is like zombies. <laughs> there's like fucking Wookiee zombies and like stormtrooper zombies, and it's my favorite Star Wars book of all time. Because that's right, that's so much cooler I than to think about <laughs> the zombies. celebration of life special. Hundred <laughs> percent. But I had to, oh, I had to watch that, and I was like, "What the fuck is I? No, I can't. Okay, cool." Well, I'm going to have to try to find this on the internet and watch it because <laughs> I'm highly intrigued. <laughs> uh, yeah, you totally should. Oh, yeah. Get you a beverage. Absolutely. Maybe. <laughs> One cannot watch it with a straight I mean, mind. You can, but the amount of times you go, what the fuck is happening, like, increases dramatically. Yeah. Oh, God. But admittedly, like, I said that the first yeah. time I watched it and I was like, nine so you know it really hasn't changed like Perfect. even little me like, like, nine like, just, like fucking the weirdest thing ever <laughs> so you know what can you do so are we gonna read um, a I guess story we could. today I need someone to pick a topic though because I have a couple uh, breakfast. Fuck you. Okay. Pick, <laughs> pick a TV show. Sorry. Let me be more clear about this. <laughs> it's not my fault that you weren't clear. Um, you said pick a topic. Has, Hannah, you missed the world's best story week. Um, when oh, I, oh, God. When I read Ashley. It was incredible. Time story. Uh, We're never going to top it. I don't know. I think oh, my the God. one where the giant lake squid monster thing fucks hogwarts is right up there that was oh good. what yeah that was pretty good too like just fucks yeah the castle or like all of them yeah full on no. with with the castle yeah that was great yes. uh tune back to that was uncomfortable for that gem. so good mm-hmm. all right movie or tv show guys let's go Yep. TV. Uh, yeah. Anybody? Bueller. What? Did you hear us? Hannah said TV. We bu- yeah. We said okay. TV. Pick a TV show. Oh my god! I can't do all the work. <laughs> I found the wonderfulness that was National Treasure Three last week. 
And that was a fucking miracle. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, Survivor. Survivor. Shit, you got this. All right. I have a couple of those saved. Okay. <laughs> um, yes. Question. Would you rather yes. have to adopt the actual Annabelle doll and live with it in your house forever? Ooh. Or uh-huh. adopt Chucky's child and have to take care of that little fucker? Oh, Whose child? Um, Chucky's child, Glenn, who was abducted in oh, Texas like two weeks ago. <laughs> Um, stupid name. I actually like. Sorry if we have any fans who are named Glenn. God, no. I okay. Um. So for a really long time, it was like, (laughs) oh god, you broke. Oh god, no. For a really long time, I was like deathly afraid of, particularly the Goosebumps Night of the Living Dummy, and it like really instilled this fear of, you know, watching it now. It's it's the cheesiest thing ever. Like, I can't believe I was scared of that. But, like, for, like, a solid, like, ten years, I, like, let that thing control my life. Like, it's, like I slept with a nightlight for a really long time. Longer than is probably, uh, you know, bordering into the embarrassing <laughs> territory. But so, normal. both of those sound terrible. But I would have to say that Annabelle still sounds less terrible, considering that Chucky was a literal serial killer. So, but his son wasn't. His son was just annoying, right? I mean, he was. Or am I wrong? Kind of awful. I've never. I I've never. I this is actually literally the first time I've heard about Chucky having a kid. Oh, because it's honestly, um, it's from. He and Tiffany have like weird, of Chucky, you know, like serial killer puppet sex. And then they produced um, Glenn in Seed of Yes, um, Glenn. Yeah, you know, Glenn Ray in Seed of Chucky. Hence why it's called Seed of Chucky because you know it's disgusting and literally it's his fucking sperm. So um, if you stopped, if you tuned out of the Child's Play series after the initial, <laughs> you know, offerings, uh, then you missed the. Beauty and wonderment that was uh, puppet Tiffany giving birth to little fucking Chucky Jr. And Gross. It's something that I could have lived without, and I like puppets. <laughs> okay, so what was Hannah's response? She, which one would you rather hear about? Oh, the well, the would you rather I said Annabelle. Okay. Um, I don't know. I think I go with Glenn. Because Annabelle is like an actual demon. But you could just leave them in that glass that's like, you know, don't touch glass. You go. Yeah, as long as I don't invite any stupid yeah, assholes true. over to my house, that'd be okay. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Exactly. smart assholes. <laughs> okay, you guys ready? All right, so yeah. since you chose Survivor, I went through my list, and this is the Survivor story that I have, so this is the one that you get. 
This is called oh, 39 Days, Yay. One Survivor. From... <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. I mean, that's I the tagline of oh. the show. Okay. It's <laughs> not that funny, Hannah. <laughs> that's just the show. By With Great Power Comes Great Responsibility. Uh, thank you, Uncle Ben. Oh, Solid. no. Mm-hmm. From Archive of Our Own. And this is actually a Kay. pretty recent one. It was published in December. Ooh. All right. No. Mm. It's ready. Chapter one. The castaways arrived by boat, and one by one, they descended onto the white, sandy beach. They were looking around, sizing each other up. Jeff Probst could tell as he waited for everyone to stand on the large blue mat. I assume that's a thing. Sure. Cool. Welcome to Survivor, Jeff said a few moments later. Are you ready to get to it? Yeah, the castaways cheered. Jeff walked over to a small basket. Inside were small wrapped packages. Dig in to retrieve your destiny. One by one, the castaways chose from the small pile. Now reveal, Jeff said to the group. They unwrapped the buffs and broke up into their corresponding tribes. All right, let's see who we have, Jeff said. We'll start with you guys. He pointed to the ones on the red mat. Oh, yeah. This tribe is unique because... Fred, George, and Ginny are all siblings. How does that make you feel, Victor? <clears throat> Victor Crumb looked at his, t- his tribe mates. I'm not worried. I think our tribe looks a bit stronger than the other tribes. An appropriate... Oh my god, I just realized it's <laughs> Harry Potter. Sorry, I'm there now. <laughs> I was like, wait, Victor Crumb sounds really familiar. And then I was like, oh, Fred, George, right. and Ginny. Okay, I'm here Welcome now. The party. I'm awake. <clears throat> An appropriate Thank attitude you. for the Gryffindors to take, Rare. Jeff said with a smile. Over here, we have Neville, Luna, Ron, and Crab. How do you guys feel? Like this is going to be a disaster, Ron said, looking around. You guys with the Hufflepuffs, Jeff said, and moved on. Hermione, Cedric, Seamus, and Cho, how are you guys feeling? I don't want to speak for my tribe mates, Hermione began, but I think we have the best tribe out here. Bold words, Jeff said. You guys are Ravenclaw. And last but not least, we have Draco, (laughs) Harry, Goyle, and Fleur. First impressions? The other tribe should be scared, Draco said confidently. You guys are Slytherin. And with that, I'm going to lead you right into a reward challenge. The castaways cheered as Jeff began the rundown. One person from each tribe will run out and dig for a bag of puzzle pieces. When you find the bag, you run back to your tribe. Once you reach the mat, the next person goes. There are four bags of puzzle pieces. Once all the bags have been found, you will climb this wall and slide down the other side. Then two tribe mates will solve the puzzle at the end. The first tribe to finish the gets a bag of rice, a bag of beans, and fire in the form of flint. The second tribe gets one bag of rice and flint, and the third gets a bag of rice. The last tribe will be headed to the tribal council where someone will be voted out. I'll give you a minute to decide who will work the puzzle. The castaways were lined up. Survivors ready? Go. Crab, Ginny, Draco, and Hermione ran out first. They each ran to their own digging circles and began furiously searching for bags. Ginny has the first bag for Gryffindor, Jeff said. She was running back to her tribe. When Ginny made it back, Fred ran out. Crab has the bag for Hufflepuff. Hermione with the bag for Ravenclaw. Draco is going for strategy. He's looking for all the bags. Of course he is. Fucking get 
Sorry, that was me. Uh, Crab- <laughs> I mean, Jeff yeah. does get sassy, but I don't well, think he's Crab- made it back and then Ron ran out. Hermione was next and then Cedric. Draco was finally back with his bag. Everyone is in this. Goyle ran out. Fred has a second bag for Gryffindor. Goyle has a second bag for Slytherin. And Ron has a bag for Ravenclaw. As Fred made it back, George ran out. And once again, once Goyle returned, Fleur headed for the stand. Ron made it back and Luna ran next. Cedric can't seem to find a bag. Ravenclaw needs to pick it up. Cedric. Fleur has Slytherin's third bag. Go, Harry. Harry ran and instantly went to his bag. You guys are good, Slytherin. Go. The remaining Slytherin tribe ran over to Harry, and then they continued to the wall. Cedric has finally found the second bag for Ravenclaw. Go, Seamus. Slytherin made it up over the wall and down their side. Fleur and Draco got started on the puzzle. George returned and Crumb ran out. He was the fastest and made it there in no time, finding the bag almost instantly. Go, Gryffindor, Jeff said. I can just imagine, like, little probes with all of his little Harry Potter charms. It'd be so cute. Right. And they took off running <laughs> for the wall. Draco and Fleur picking up the pace in the puzzle. Luna returned and Neville ran out as Seamus made it back. Neville has the final bag. Go Hufflepuff. Mm, Hufflepuff. Gryffindor made it back and over the wall with Hufflepuff on their heels. Jeff, Draco said as he and Fleur raised their arms in the air. Slytherin wins. Keep going. We're looking for second and third place. Cho has her bag. Go Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw ran out when they made it to the wall, but their lack of communication had them scrambling. Ravenclaw is quickly falling out of this challenge. It's Ginny and George working the puzzle for Gryffindor and Luna and Neville working for Hufflepuff. Gryffindor has six pieces to go. Hufflepuff is falling behind. Ravenclaw has just made it over the wall. Don't quit, Ravenclaw. Jeff, George yelled with hands in the air. Gryffindor thinks they have it. And they do. Gryffindor wins second place. It all comes down to Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw. Hermione and Seamus got to work out the <laughs> no puzzle. Puffs. Hermione found a piece. Seamus has a piece. Then with another... Luna's figured out the puzzle. She's picking up a little haste. Hufflepuff has two pieces left. Ravenclaw has five. Luna tried one and another, and it snapped into place just as Jeff said. Ravenclaw has another piece. They only have three left. Jeff, Neville cried, and Jeff went over. Hufflepuff wins. Yay. The tribes cheered, and Ravenclaw looked thoroughly disappointed in themselves. Slytherin, here's your rice, beans, and flint and a map to your camp. You can head out to Gryffindor. Here is your rice, flint, and a map. You can head out. They went off another direction. Hufflepuff, flint, and a map. Ravenclaw, here's your map. I'll see you tonight at Tribal Council. (laughs) I'm waiting for murder. Uh, The large blue flag with Ravenclaw written across it marked the camp as the tribe walked up. Look, Hermione began. I know we're all bummed they'll be self to build a shelter. Seamus nodded. I'll start collecting palm fronds. I'll help, Cho said. They walked away, and Seamus turned to Hermione. What are you thinking? This looks like a good spot. See how the trees curve? We can put the shelter right here in between. Cedric nodded as he scratched his chin. I like it. What are you thinking for the vote? I don't know, she sighed. Hermione sat alone, a beautiful backdrop behind her. She looked into the camera. I do know. Cedric was the one that cost us the challenge. He took three times as long to dig up his bag of puzzle pieces. If we want to win, we need a strong team, so he's got to go. Plus, he's a sparkly vampire, so fuck him. <laughs> yeah, what's he doing there? <laughs> the four of them worked rather well together when there wasn't any pressure, and they had respectable shelter by the time they headed for tribal council that evening. 
Dip your torches in, get in, the, in and get fire. In the game of Survivor, fire represents life. And when your fire goes out, so do you. Oh, please let me murder them all. The four castaways dipped their torches in and placed them in the holes behind their seats. Once they were seated looking at Jeff, he began, Hermione, how are you feeling? Frustrated. No one wants to be on the tribe that goes be on the tribe that goes to the council first. Was there a lot of talk back at camp for who to vote out show? There was little to no talk, Jeff. We mostly discussed the shelter. But our shelter is fantastic, Shamus said to friend. It seems to work really well together when we aren't competing, Hermione grumbled. So how do you decide who goes home, Cedric? He shook his head. It's a tough decision, Jeff. We just met, but someone has to go. And with that, it's time to vote. Cho stood and walked over to where the parchment and marker were. One by one, they took turns. I'll go tally the vote, Jeff said, and he went to grab them. If anyone has a hidden immunity idol you want to play, now would be a good time to do so. No one moved or got up, so Jeff nodded. I'll read the votes. First vote, Cho. Second vote, Cedric. One vote, Cho. One vote, Cedric. Third vote, Cedric. Cedric looked mm-hmm. worried, but Cho's eyes were huge. They waited for the final vote. The first person, person voted out of Wizard Island, Wizarding Survivor, is Cedric he said turning around the vote so everyone could see Cedric was dumbfounded as he stood on unsure legs and grabbed his torch Cedric Jeff began the large snuffer in hand the tribe has spoken he extinguished his torch and Cedric walked out not even looking back we'll see how this affects challenges was it the right decision Jeff asked grab your stuff and head back to camp the remaining Ravenclaws picked up their torches and other wares and headed back. I thought I was forming an alliance with Hermione, but apparently not, Cedric said in his exit interview. I'm disappointed in myself. Day two. Everyone gets murdered. <laughs> Just. No. no. I mean, no. that would be a really good ending to the story if it was like day two. Hermione wakes up to silence. Nothing is happening. Oh my no god. <laughs> she wanders around the camp and finds the bodies of all of her friends. That would be a dark turn. Does it go through no, all 39 days? No. No. It literally <laughs> ends on day three. But okay. I was wondering. Well, I mean, I hope beginning. he continues, or they continue the series. Yeah, I just want to read you guys the beginning. But in my brain, it ends with Hermione waking up and everybody is dead because Jeff Probst is secretly Voldemort and used <laughs> Survivor as a way to lure them all to the island, so that he dispatch everybody I mean, without suspicion. Amazing. <laughs> That makes as much sense as any of the times Voldemort right. shows up like in the book. This would make way more sense. Pretend like, that they're all in a game show, lure them all someplace, have you know the camera crew and like the safety experts all secretly be dark wizards, and then when they get voted off and have to leave, you know, they're actually killed. They're just killed. Yeah, you know, he could like it's a slow burn. He could rig it yeah. so that. Yep. Yep. It makes more sense than being the exactly. back of somebody's head. Totally rig it so that, you know, 
Harry finds the movie idol, so he gets to make it when he is, you know, like not doing so well in a challenge. Um, obviously, you want to pick off this like other possible stronger players first, so Crumb's got to go. Um, you know, you leave Crab and Goyle for the end because they're fucking worthless. But yeah. <laughs> well, I actually enjoyed that. I, I think it was uh, well written, and you could tell that the author really does yes. watch yes. Survivor. Because those are the yeah. exact so words it's that actually Jeff says. Being updated. <laughs> Um, and if you go on to Archive of Our Own, nice. you can um, vote for Player of the Week. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> chapter two. Oh, my God, so I love cool. it. It was updated uh, this last week. And you can continue to catch up. But I just really like the idea of Wizard Survivor. So I said, once again, that was 39 Days One Survivor. Um, by with great power comes great responsibility from archive of our own so go check it out thanks man well thank you anytime i mean we're still gonna have to read that one where fucking squidward you know bangs nicholas cage at some point but oh god i'm sorry what wait i don't know about this one oh my god how did i not Dang it! it. Okay. Okay, but I really I did love our story last week, but but next week I need to hear about Nicolas Cage and Squidward making the sweet sweet whoopee. Not they make the sweet whoopee, but to um, have their true love be successful, they have to make the ultimate sacrifice Uh so they can be together (laughs) in Bikini Bottom. Oh no. And by oh. sacrifice, I mean they have to fucking sacrifice someone. Now that this is like buff I'm, Squidward, right? Like, that, oh no, <laughs> it's full on like squidgy, squidgy Squidward. <laughs> yep, floppy arm Squidward. I'm very excited for next week. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you've teased and- this. Uh, I will try and find some SpongeBob related um, topics to talk about. Always- and I know we used to talk about shit before our fanfic. Uh, watch the amazingness of the Nicolas Cage movie where he basically five nights at Freddy's it because holy shit, guys, I bought it and we had to watch it. What movie? Uh, didn't I okay. send you the trailer? Mm-hmm. You did. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll go for yeah, our text again. Called, I honestly can't um, remember. What is it called? Wally's Wally something fuck um now I can't remember but basically it's Nick Cage as um five nights basically doing five nights at Freddy's so he's a guy rolling along and he ends up having to work at a Chuck E. Cheese ripoff over (laughs) where of course all of the animatronics are um, coming to life and evil. evil yeah murderous robot things I'm in well it's, we should uh, set Wally's up a Wonder movie Wonder night Wonder, and, and you can you can stream it for us and we can all watch and, and laugh and have have ha ha <laughs> and then we can maybe you can find us another <laughs> amazing five nights at Freddy's uh, story because 
Oh my husband god. is still scarred from the I first one that you read. <laughs> That was like two years ago. <laughs> yeah, but you never Amazing. forget that shit. It kind of thinks it's called Willie's Wonderland. Willie, Willie, Wonderland. yes, that just came out and um, yeah, release date February twelfth, twenty twenty one, where he plays the janitor. Yeah, so we'll have to watch that and discuss that shit before next time as well. Yes, please. Okay. Yes, please. So until then, <laughs> stay classy. Drink your wine. Uh, drink wine. Drink more water. Drink stay. Water. Drink more water. Um, don't breathe other people's air. Uh, stay yeah. inside and do shit. Wear a mask. And, uh, wear a mask. <laughs> stay <Yes>. fresh. <laughs> cheese bag. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Disclaimer. The following podcast contains inappropriate language, lots of true crime, weird stuff, and fan fiction that may or may not be extremely inappropriate. If these things aren't your jam, you can turn this podcast off now. All right. How are you doing today? I'm fabulous. It's been an interesting day. How about you? I didn't get murdered by plants today, so we're all good. <laughs> Sarah had an plants. interaction with an Audrey 2 in her backyard, and she lost. I did. <laughs> okay. I think we've discovered that I'm definitely not a green witch, and I will not <laughs> be opening up my own florist shop anytime soon. Because me and plants are not friends. Also, no. disclaimer, don't ever plant a fucking murder plant in your house and then <laughs> decide, you know, that you need to get rid of it later on. It's not true. Good. No, bougainvilleas are evil. They are. Dude. Who decided to have a plant with even bigger, gnarlier thorns than roses? And they're mm-hmm. not even that pretty. They're not. Yeah. Yeah. No, our whole house used to be covered in bougainvillea and it was a bitch and a half to trim yeah someone's like oh but it's so pretty no it's fucking not it looks like little paper lanterns it sheds all over the place and it tries to murder you yeah and and the tips the 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 points Mm -hmm. are like laced with fucking poison because Mm -hmm. it it not just hurts when it stabs you it like itches and swells and yeah it's gnarly and it tries to murder the postman too when he comes to deliver a mail (laughs) which is really not nice so welcome to our podcast plants are fucking evil plant talk (laughs) plant talk with sarah and ashley oh i'm ashley I'm Sarah, and yeah, uh, Plant Talk will be the world's shortest podcast because, again, fuck plants. They're my <laughs> least favorite. Oh, my God. And I did the exact opposite of you. My mom and I spent probably over $100 buying fruits and ve- – not fruits, uh, veggies, berries, um, I guess peppers or veggies, uh, and herbs. To, I mean, technically, uh, yeah, technically they're fruits, but, you know. They're fruits. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, did I say vegetables i'm sorry yeah. i mean they use the wise they're on the inside so that yeah. makes them fruits, they're fruits right? yeah. yeah use wise they're veggies like in terms of scientific quality. connotation they're a fruit but whatever yeah. 
whatever. Anyway, yeah, we spent over $100 on outdoor planter boxes or race planter boxes and all kinds of little baby plants. <laughs> so we have the opposite of you. <laughs> okay, so I like plants, right? But plants hate me, obviously, since one tried to murder me. I mean, I was trying to kill it, so I guess that makes sense. And I am replacing the murder plants with fruits and veggies. So I put okay. in, a, you know, a dwarf clementine and I'm going to put in like a fig tree and like, you know, um, some kind of berry bush. But yeah. um, I also have a black thumb, just like my black heart. And, <laughs> you know, it's important to match. Yeah. I'm not that person who in quarantine was like, I'm going to start, you know, growing, you know, plants and cactus and, you know, bought myself a plant light and all that shit. No, that was not me at all. <laughs> I kill things um, <laughs> and not in a so, killer way just in the like plants don't like me kind of way also this is fanfic fantastic welcome we talk is. about things other than plants it's true occasionally yeah I have news stories for you do you oh, want sweet. I have some news stories for you as well okay I'm gonna let me let, tell me if like this is still recording me because I'm moving off of this page to a different page oh yeah you're all good okay cool man technology is super fun in the covid times okay would you like to hear a story <laughs> about the crypt keeper or an interesting way of getting rid of hiccups well two interesting ways of getting rid of hiccups I mean, I feel like you don't have to ask me that question because obviously the Crypt Keeper is going to be my answer. Alrighty then. So um, the Crypt Keeper from Tales from the Crypt is uh, like an iconic horror figure, right? Mm -hmm. He's my hero. Um, I don't give enough love to the Crypt Keeper, but I actually do completely love him. He's um, what I look like when I wake up in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Now that I'm back in person at work, I'm wearing a mask all day long. And I don't know, like if you can see, let me see if you can see, can you see the like little red line right here? That's from my mask constantly rubbing me and you can't see on my cheeks, but they're absolutely completely dry and flaky. It doesn't matter how much I moisturize. My face is fucked up. Like, I look pretty under low lighting right now, but if you saw me in daylight, you'd be like, God damn, put some lotion on your ashy face. But it doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything because the, the masks are cotton and they just suck all the fucking moisture out of my face. Anyway, so the Crypt Keeper. So the Crypt Keeper. Mm -hmm. Can you picture him in your face? He's got like, he's got a, a nice yeah. sort of enhanced forehead right he's got like the long scraggly hair in the back he's a little bit like balding. the walking dead mm -hmm. right and he's got these fantastic eyebrows right nice and arched and he's got his little caved in nose and his little like lips that don't exist right and his piercing bright blue eyes you got that mm -hmm. do you know where his eyes came from where his eyes, like when they were building the animatronic Crypt Keeper, where, yep. what, what other animatronic character they plucked his sweet little <laughs> eyeballs from? Oh, fuck. 
I just kicked my wine glass onto the floor and it shattered. <laughs> Oops. Okay, that's a party foul, man. I mean, like, I don't want to stop the podcast. I'll pick it up later. It's fine. Or it's totally fine. I'll forget and I'll step in. I mean, glass. don't do that. Hey. Hi, mom. Yeah, my glass broke. It's fine. I'll get it later. Don't let Barley in. Take the dog out. All right. So, (laughs) wind down. So, Crypt Keeper's eyeballs, did they come from um, which other sweet, sweet, adorable thing? Okay. Well, it's from the 90s, right? So, it has to be an 80s, early 90s creature. They got scalps for eyes. Okay. So, Crypt Keeper's eyeballs. Yep. So since they're pretty and blue. Yep. And I want them to be something really fucked up. And I know they're not a popple, which would be the best answer. <laughs> because I love the popples. I'm going to go with Chucky. Ding, ding, ding. Give the lady a prize. Sweet. It's Chucky's eyeballs. I really wanted to be Chucky. Um, well, yep. Mostly because uh, Gizmo didn't have blue eyes. Yep. And that so was my the, other option. <laughs> the, the creator, his name is Kevin Yeager. Um, and uh, he's like super the well known for version puppetry. of Jim Henson. Huh? Yeah, yeah. He's like super like puppet. Yeah. Um, and he... Uh, he was making Tales from the Crypt and he had Chucky near him and he decided that he needed Chucky's eyes. So those bright blue eyes are from Chucky. A little bit of I, Chucky. I like the <laughs> idea that the cookie was like, fuck my eyeballs rotted and just like plucked those suckers out of <laughs> Chucky and was like, I'm going to use these now. That's cool, right? Be cool. That's cool. <laughs> nice. There you go. How was that? Okay. Story? That was an amazing story. All right, so I have a question for you. Do you want a story about a house that's definitely not haunted? Okay. All right. (laughs) Cool. Um, A um, Sorry. I just got distracted real fast. Um, Fucked up ravens. Oh. Or... Um, the most glaring cry for attention in consumerism. You know, cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> that's I kind of mm. okay. So I can, always, I can always cover two. So feel free to like me. You know. Okay. So my question about the ravens is like, are they are they messed up? Is it sad? No. Are they like mutated and they're gonna die? No. No. Okay. Okay. Good. Um, and, and then you said the, the, the cry for attention is from Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Well, there is Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but then there's also a cry for attention. I can talk about multiples, so you don't have to worry about like. Okay. I definitely want to hear about the house that is absolutely not haunted. I figured you would. <laughs> I love haunted house. You can always hook me with a haunted house story or an asylum story. I'm so down for either one of those. Mm-hmm. Okay, so a house in Massachusetts is up for sale. Massachusetts is so fucking haunted anyway. Okay, but a resident of the neighborhood noticed 
that instead of the usual for sale sign on top of the usual like for sale by broker call here for more information there was a big sign that said not haunted <laughs> on top of the sign which is super suspicious because you know that's not something that you usually need to point out like hey right. not haunted so this chick who saw it tweeted with the tweet, I have so many questions um, with a picture of the sign because again, obviously like what the fuck? Um, right. And I want to know like, because I feel like if you're putting up a sign that says not haunted, that means that house is haunted as fuck and I totally want to buy it. Right. Yeah. So um, that is in it. So it's in West of Boston. And again, it's, when you look at the picture, it is on a, like, it's far from the street. So the picture just shows, like, wood and, like, lawn, you know, like, uh, leaves. And it looks haunted as fuck. So I feel like <laughs> the not haunted sign just adds that certain extra ambiance. And yeah. it's definitely got 13 ghosts going on inside. And I want to <laughs> buy it. Um, so I'm super excited about that. How much is it selling for? Um, I don't know. So the person who put it up didn't um, include the address because she wanted to respect the homeowner's privacy, at which point oh, okay, I'm like, yeah. no, fuck, tell me, because just like that house that um, starts off looking really normal, and then all of a sudden you scroll through and you're like, why are there prison cells in this? And then you realize that it's a two-bedroom house attached to a like historic jail so like really through a tiny walkway like next to the second bedroom, there's a whole fully functioning nine cell jail, you know, complete with um, like, you know, booking station. That's terrifying. What I know, that? right? Also, hi, really good parties. Um, <laughs> I want to know these things and I want to find them. So let's go. But that is the story of the not haunted house. Cool. Cool. I very much like it. I like it. Uh, okay. Um, I, I want to hear the ra Ravens. If it's not okay. a sad Ravens story. It is not a sad Ravens. So okay. they've noticed that the Ravens in Alaska mm -hmm. are not near normal Ravens. They're fat as fuck Ravens. And they've <laughs> discovered that, remember we talked about, was it the elk in um Australia, they had to like ban the elk and they put up barriers because the elk were getting all like above themselves and like bursting into like the restaurant and bar and like fucking shit up. Uh -oh. We talked about it like a while ago. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it was elk, but yeah, I remember or, like that. moose. They were like, they like banned the moose, whatever, something like that. Yeah. It was, like, so yeah. these ravens are stealing shit from Costco. <laughs> and that's why they're fat as fuck. So basically, when people at the Anchorage Costco go and buy stuff, the Ravens swoop in, steal their shit, and, like, abscond with it. So somebody reported that they went to the Costco, they bought stuff, and then the Ravens swoops in, stole <laughs> a package of short ribs, and, like, ripped the, the short ribs out of the package and just, like, caca, and flew off and, like, <laughs> ate it. And... um so they've noticed that, you know, like, and somebody's like, these are like fat, like ravens. And so somebody reported. And so other people have been like, no, this is like a thing that's been happening. 
and like the ravens like will come and sit and like squawk at you and like stare at you wait for and, you like, one will distract you and the other one tries to steal your shit so one person <laughs> reported that one was like sitting and cacawing at them and that the other one like snuck around and was trying to like steal their bag of fucking melons like um <laughs> like kind of melons steal their melons and so these they're basically fucking like robber ravens at this Costco and they just decided that this was where they were going to like fuck hunting gathering they were just gonna become you know like scavengers and steal shit from Costco because I love it. everybody does so they just go there and steal shit and I think I it's amazing it. I'm on board I kind of right? want to go to this Costco and just feed the ravens yeah because apparently it's um ravens fly i did not know this but apparently hundreds of ravens fly to alaska in the winter for food and then after in springtime they most of them leave so there's like this huge um like a plethora of ravens chilling in like in and around anchorage like throughout the winter season and apparently during that time they decide to you know shoplift shoplift shit from the costco but not like inside they just wait till people like you know buy good stuff and then yeah you know steal it out of their carts as they're like trying to That's put it funny. in their cars it's i love the idea of them talking to each other being like dave 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 cheesy puffs dave cheesy puffs right be my lookout <laughs> I like the idea that this one was like, ooh, this bitch has short ribs. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and then just then tries to like, like fucking caca off with them. Makes me so happy. That's funny. Okay. Can I please hear Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Because I'm so intrigued. Okay. So I went down this fucking rabbit hole because this has been a whole thing. And while I cannot eat Cinnamon Toast Crunch, obviously, because high me and gluten are not friends. But... This has been this whole saga, right? So this comedian um, tweeted that he found, he bought a box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And he, (laughs) speaking of Costco, he bought it from Costco. Like one of those big boxes (laughs) of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Were there any birds? The two bags of it. And he, he then tweeted and it's like a whole fucking thing. And again, I was like all here for it. Um, and he tweeted, um, okay, well, I'm getting back to the beginning. Um, at Cinnamon Toast Crunch, why are there shrimp tails in my cereal? <laughs> and then in parentheses, this is not a bit because he's a comedian. And with a picture, and legit, it's a picture of the bag with, like, extra cereal and what looks like two shrimp tails, like, slightly, like, you know, coated oh. in, like, cinnamon. So they look slightly No, 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 no. Right? And, Ugh. yeah. Ugh. I know. That was my reaction, right? So yeah. he did that. And then Cinnamon Toast Crunch responds and goes, you know, we're sorry, you know, see what you found. We like to report this to our quality team, replace the blocks. Please send us a DM so we can get more details, right? And then they um, 
reply on their page after investigation with our team that closely examined the image, which again, looks just like fucking shrimp tails. It appears to be an accumulation of the cinnamon sugar that sometimes can occur when ingredients aren't thoroughly blended. We assure you there's no possibility of cross-contamination with shrimp. Right? No. Fuck them, it's so, shrimp. <laughs> so he then tweets back, right? And he's like, okay, well, after further investigation with my eyes, there are cinnamon-coated shrimp tails, you weirdo. And he has them, like, in his hand. And legit, these are fucking shrimp tails. Um, <laughs> I wasn't that mad until now when he tried to gaslight me, right? And, yeah. like, legit, these things is shrimp tails, right? Full-on, like, look like shrimp tails. Oh, yeah. No, those 100%. Uh -huh. Right. Our shrimp tails. Yeah. So then he starts like digging in the bag, right? So he's like, I'm convinced to go back to the bag since when I first noticed the shrimp tails, I freaked out and closed the box. Here's all of my findings, which now also includes a weird little string, right? So it's oh, like God. more pieces of weird little shit and like a string and like some other things, right? Let me see that picture. Can I see it? Yes. I'm going to describe it to the, the yeah. lovely viewers so that they can see it. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. I'm never buying cinnamon toast crunch ever again. I mean, yeah. I didn't really. Okay, yeah. so we've got like uh, at least three shrimp tails, mm -hmm. some kind of weird string that honestly looks like a suture, mm -hmm. um, and then a clump, one, two, three, of unidentifiable things that might be darker shrimp tails or could be the other parts of the exoskeleton of a shrimp. Right. So totally gross. It's right? disgusting. Yeah, one hundred percent disgusting. So and then he's update. My wife has a stronger stomach than me, and check the other bag in the family pack. This one seems taped up and also appears to include. I don't even want to say dental floss. Right. Fuck. So he's like the bag is legit like tape, right? Oh my god, it actually is dental floss. So and then he found. Um, oh, and here's like his actual thing. So he found like pieces of like other things baked on, right? Oh no, that's gross. There's like black things mm -hmm. baked yeah. into the cinnamon toast crunch. That's not okay. Yeah, and he's like, for real, someone tell me they aren't maggots or bugs. Is this shrimp adjacent? Also just found weird cinnamon covered pea thing. I wish this was a joke. Um, yeah, no. Yeah, right? And so he has this, and someone's like, let's get real Nancy Drew about this shit. And so all these people are like starting to reply to him, right? So you have yeah. someone who's like, mouse or rat droppings, guarantee they make a home in a bag of flour or other raw ingredients, and all the shrimp, string, and everything else is their scavenged items. Right? Oh my God, yeah. And someone's like, imagine if you hadn't noticed any of this until you were eating it. And he's like, Jennifer, I ate a bowl. So this is his second oh. bowl where he got this, right? Oh God. So all these people were like, hey, I study crustaceans at the Natural Museum, History Museum in LA. Those do look a bit like sh um, shrimps, teslin, and uropods tail. I would totally love to look at your specimen under a microscope. We might even be able to extract DNA to confirm its species or if it is indeed cinnamon sugar, right? So people are like, all oh. these like scientists are like, I can DNA that shit. Like bring it in, <laughs> send it to me, like all these things, right? Good, fuck the corporation. Exactly. So, you know, he found those, like, things, um, 
And someone's like, the black is rat droppings baked onto squares, shrimp and stringer collections. It looks like they got into a bag of dry mix and nested, right? Yeah. So Cinnamon Toast Crunch, right, posts on their Twitter. While we are investigating this matter, we can say with confidence it did not occur at our facility. We are waiting for the consumer to send us the package to investigate further. Any consumers who notice their cereal box or bag has been tampered with, such as the clear tape that was found in this case, should contact us, excuse me, at, you know, whatever their phone number is, right? Yeah. So they're, you know, winning at PR right now. Okay. But then they, they message him and they're like, thank you. We would also like to send you some General Mills vouchers for this unpleasant experience, if that's okay with you. That's what I want, is vouchers for more of your fucking disgusting food. And he replies back with, no, you just told me it was shrimp tails. (laughs) Right? Which, valid. (laughs) And his his tweet goes, I think we've all dated someone like Cinnamon Toast Crunch when he posts (laughs) that one, right? Um, and he's like, imagine a universe where I'm like, yuck, these are shrimp tails. Then I re-examined them a few hours later and um, realized, nope, these are just accumulations of sugar. And then they're like, <laughs> okay, so now they want me to send the shrimp tails in for a closer look. These are obviously shrimp tails. So I will be keeping one as evidence as I now feel like Sandra Bullock in the net. <laughs> and then he shares his next message and he's like, there's still time to save this, guys. These are shrimp tails. And they go, thanks. As mentioned previously, we definitely want to make this right for you. Our quality team would like to get it sent into us so we can take a closer look. We'll be sending a prepaid addressed envelope so you can send the pieces to us. Can you please confirm that the address you entered in the email is the, where we should send it? We've also created a report to your reference. Thank you. And he's like, yes, but I'm also going to keep one of the two because your last response publicly was super weird. And since you'll be receiving a shrimp tail, I'll keep one so you don't continue to try to say it's sugar and make me look insane. Good. That's smart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so because they can just destroy it and be like, oh, he didn't send us it at all. All right. And so people are like, you know, like keep replying. Um. It goes on a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it keeps going, and um, like you know, so then they are like, okay, no, instead of just like self-addressed stuffed envelope, they're like, well, we're gonna have FedEx come and pick it up, and you have to be home for like a three-hour window, right? So Way to inconvenience me because you put shrimp tails and rat shit in my cereal. Yeah, they're like, we reached out to you by phone, left a voicemail. We want to set up a time to have FedEx stop by to pick up the items you found and all the packaging. They need a three to four hour window where you are going to be available. Please let us know what works best for you. We have, and they list all of these times, right? No. Um, and he's like, I won't be giving you this stuff, especially as we just went from, you know, envelope to this. And you, you tweeted calling it sugar, and that was super weird. And you haven't said anything to the contrary. So you're being super sketchy and odd. He's like, right? Um, and he's like, also, there was no voicemail, just seven seconds of silence. Right? So, so then he tweets a picture of the box in a seatbelt. He's like, we're going to the lab. So he took, he took it to a lab, and he's getting it, like, DNA tested. Right? 
I wonder um, if he, I mean, he's a comedian, so there's a good chance he lives in LA. So I yeah, he totally he does. Is, he, he's married yeah, to I the want, chick from Boy Meets World, funnily enough. Topanga? Yeah. What? Yeah. I was always so envious of her hair. I know, she right? Marvelous hair. Um, okay, so he li- he definitely lives in LA. So I wonder if he's taking up the the you know history. Or, I'm sorry, uh, the museum guy. Uh, mm-hmm. It was like, hey, natural history museum guy, I will come to your lab. Right. Actually, I don't know if it was a guy. I think it was a guy. No um, idea. Probably, but I think that's like hilarious. And then he's like. Anyone tweeting at me to send the entire box to General Mills is a narc. And then someone was like, all right, who had who had Topanga's husband find shrimp in their cinnamon toast crunch? And so he tweets, I have learned that my wife and I were not on your bingo cards. <laughs> yeah, so as of March 23rd, he says, I'm happy to report a carcinologist, crustacean researcher, Yep, the that's him. The Natural History Museum of Los Angeles is going to morphologically identify the shrimp using microscopy, and he will work with the team to use DNA to try to identify the punitive shrimp down to species. This is happening. They're also paying for this to be done, which is helpful when a corporation is telling the internet, I actually found a wad of sugar. So basically, my shrimp got a scholarship. <laughs> so, this is um, my favorite story. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so, this is my favorite part. So someone tweeted, a man named Carp found married to a woman named Fischl found shrimp tails in a box of cinnamon toast crunch. The cereal was purchased from the Costco on Topanga Canyon Boulevard and his wife paid Topanga in Boy Meets World. Meanwhile, Carp used to be a guest on Pistol Shrimp Podcast. And he oh, and was like, I can't believe this is all factually correct. <laughs> so that's the... Um, ongoing saga of cinnamon toast crunch to be continued that is my favorite story and i'm definitely gonna need updates uh we for sure will because we'll be updating because i um am now following him on twitter just so i can find out what happens <laughs> with the cereal because that made my uh, that yeah no that's amazing well i made my last week actually i should say I know we didn't record last week again mostly because I can't eat cereal most cereals and you know you could watch me eat cereal does that I help could. <laughs> I mean I watched my kid eat cereal and then I'm like fuck you I had a bowl of kicks today that sounds delicious I woke up okay hmm. I have not thought about kicks cereal since I was like I don't know 10 mm-hmm. right I woke up in the middle of the night and was like, I got to order some kicks. And I literally opened my Ralph's app and put kicks in my shopping cart so that the next time I checked out, I would have a box of kicks. And the only one available is like the super double primo giant jumbo size. So now I have like 84 ounces of kicks it doesn't fit anywhere it doesn't fit in the pantry it doesn't fit on any shelves it's literally just sitting on the counter because it doesn't fit anywhere and i ordered it because at 2 a.m i woke up and was like i need to eat kicks that's amazing also now you have a conversation starter you know your (laughs) giant box of kicks it's so big that's great i can eat lucky charms because regular lucky charms are gluten-free Really? But not funnily enough, the honey 
gluten are uh, lucky charms how do you like because those ones are not like what the fuck that's a bummer but still you know lucky charms you get your your horseshoes and blue moons yeah and so much sugar i get a migraine but you know oh well it's all good around marshmallows then it's we an activity can. for you and and your little one. You eat the cereal and she eats marshmallows. True. Plus, they you know they put um, activities on the back of the box that you can do with the marshmallows. Bef- so you literally play with your food. That sounds pretty fun. I mean, I'm not mad at it. Okay, so do you have a cereal themed story for us? Um, I probably do. But while I am finding you a cereal theme story, did you hear about the um, the fake Nikes that went on sale that Nike is like really mad about? No. Okay. So there's this rapper named like Lil Nas X or something like that. Okay. And he partnered with a um, company that took some like Nikes and they made basically like you know art shoes and they made okay. 666 pairs of these <laughs> little nas x um satan inspired like nikes sure um, that have a drop of human blood in the sole of each one and a bronze pentagram and then like an inverted cross on them and then I guess there's like a like something I have questions like a, a place in the soul of whatever like style of Nikes these are where there's like liquid or like a blister pouch and so there's like two ounces of red like liquid like water or whatever okay and a drop of human blood in each pair and that then, doesn't seem sanitary right and then you know obviously like a, a pentagram and an inverted cross on each pair and they're black right and so yeah. he sold 666 pairs and they sold for $1,018 to reference Luke 1018 which you know references like Satan falling whatever um so uh, Nike obviously is like uh we had nothing to do with this and now they're really pissed and sure. threatening to like sue the company yeah I mean I'm kind of down with it up until you start adding actual human blood. And then my brain is like, wow, that's not safe or sanitary for anybody and maybe not ethical in the way you're harvesting the blood. Oh, like, no. So the, um, the art installation group or whatever, I want to say it's Mothra, but it's not. It just starts with an M. Um, <laughs> that was the one who partnered with... Uh, Lil Nas to put these on. They got the blood from their collective members. No, I hate um, it. Over a period of weeks, because of course they're all willing to like you know bleed for their art. Bleed for uh, their art. Uh huh. Yeah. Ugh. And they did it the same way that you know you get blood for like testing for you know like your diabetes or whatever, like your little fingerprint. Oh, the little pinprick. Hmm. So they yeah. they just like you know got little bits of their mem- um their members' blood like slowly over the course of a bit of time. No, oh, I hate it. I have read slash watched too many Stephen King 
books slash movies slash TV shows where all you need is a little bit of blood and that thing comes to life. You know, like that's what happens with the Mangler. So it happens in Christine. You know what I mean? Like just a little bit of blood and the machine comes to life and, and we don't need that shit. Right. Keep your blood yourself. I don't need evil shoes. I'm fine if your shoes are satanic, but I don't want evil shoes coming after me. I know. Well, plus, like, you know, if you have somebody's drop of blood, you know, random person's drop of blood in your shoes, who knows what you could do with them? Yeah. So many things. Yeah. Hate it. Hate it. All right. You ready for a story? Yes. Is it serial inspired? Perhaps. Okay. I have a story for you. Are you ready? Okay. Okay. Lay it on me. So this is a very short story, but it is serial related. So, you know, I could not find one about Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Sadly. You need to write it. But, you know, yes. We'll have to write one. We're (laughs) in the shrimp take over the world. (laughs) All right. So they this shoot one cinnamon and sugar from their uh, guns instead of lasers. Oh, that'd be so amazing. All right. This one is called James Potter and Friends. Bye. Okay. Bye. James Potter get shit done. <laughs> Thank you. All right. James Potter was hungry. I am hungry, he said, as he walked into the sun-filled kitchen on a blistering hot December morning in the West Country of England. There was nobody in the kitchen. He frowned, upset that there was nobody here to listen to one of his insightful announcements concerning his deepest emotions. I am frowning, he said, because I am upset. He decided to eat some cereal, as cereal was a delicious snack that one could enjoy at any time of day. Also, because cereal was his friend. There were many bits of cereal in an average bowl full of cereal. Bowlfuls, even. Cereal generally meant many, as in cereal killings. Not just one, but many. James felt as if every crunchy piece of cereal was like a devoted fan. It made him feel as if he had returned to his manly Quidditch days. What is going on? (laughs) So many things. He opened a box, sorry, he opened the cupboard and located a box of Rice Krispies. Next to the box of Rice Krispies sat a box of Frosties. James loved both cereals. Now he was in a pickle. I am in a pickle, he announced to the assembled (laughs) cereal boxes. Fortunately, I do not like pickles, so that will not make this decision any harder. The cereals did not reply as they were incapable of speech and human interaction. They could not comprehend human emotions. James was unaware of this. It would have hurt him to, it would have hurt him deeply to learn this callous truth. Lily had been keeping it from him for months. That cereal can't talk. I am not aware of this, said James, without really knowing what he was talking about. His heart told him to select the Frosties. There was a friendly tiger on the box who seemed to beckon to him. James liked tigers. I like tigers, he announced. He selected the Frosties. He poured some of the Frosties into the bowl. It was quite an exquisite sight to behold, his manly arms flexing as he tipped the cereal box in the direction of the bowl. Unfortunately, nobody was around to witness and swoon. This sucked. 
he had married Lily for this exact reason. And it was unfair that she was now not present to glory in his unending masculine perfection. I am pouring cereal into the bowl, he shouted, lest someone in the house hear and immediately rush to the kitchen by his side. The cat entered the room. The cat gave him a scathing look. Fear not. What? Good. Right? Fear not, cat, said James kindly to the cat. I know that tigers are of your kind, but it is not the tiger that I wish to consume, merely his wheaten friends. The cat turned away, disgusted by what he saw. Oh my God. With the cereal poured, James went to his fridge to procure some milk. There was a carton of milk in the fridge. He took it and opened it and tipped it over the bowl. The carton was empty. Almost as empty as James felt upon realizing that he had run out of milk. Why? He cried and dropped it to the floor. He flung the milk carton at the cat. It was somehow the cat's fault. Sure. James, said Lily, entering the room with her toddler son in her arms. She set Harry down on the floor and he began to childishly run around the kitchen as he was a child. And running childishly oh. is kind of what they do. Don't litter in the kitchen. We ran out of milk, James bellowed like an angry trumpet. How will I eat my Frosties now? Eat them dry, Lily suggested. Eat them dry, James repeated, sarcasm heavier than the makeup of a prostitute. Eat them dry? Why don't I just jump off a bridge and have a way with it? I'll get more milk later, Lily said nonchalantly. I used the rest of it to mash up Harry's porridge. Blast, James cried, slamming his fist into his hand. Why does Harry take everything I love? First your oh breath and now this. <laughs> At that moment, there was a loud, a large crash. James jumped to his feet and gasped in horror. Harry had pulled the bowl of cereal off the countertop. It had smashed to the ground. Frosty scattered everywhere. James accidentally trod on some, including Clive, James's favorite Frosty and future godparent to the second child he and Lily had spoken of one day conceiving. And with a sickening crunch, what? they turned to dust. I am a killer, he wept, sinking to the ground once more to cradle the remains of his beloved Frosties. My friends, my comrades, I will never forgive myself. The end. What the fuck was that? <laughs> I mean, the what? We've read some weird shit, but I don't know if we've read anything as weird as this. I mean, I literally just spent like 20 minutes telling you about some guy that found cinnamon toasted shrimp tails in his cereal box and is getting them like mitochondrially DNA tested. This is the weird part. This is the weird part. Yeah, absolutely. The guy who's like, upset who's like experience my male prowess as i pour cereal into a bowl what don't forget the well, cereal is his friends the cereal is his friends his comrades that he named him after his future child that he hopes to have no no, no it's his favorite frost clive is his favorite frosty and the future godparent of his soon-to-be second child with lily that's so fucked up and weird that's so <laughs> weird i, I has this writer written anything else? Because I got, I feel like we got to add it to the list of things that we read. Cause uh, I, oh yes. So he has a whole series of James Potter stories. 
including Great. James Potter Changes for Lily, James Potter versus the World, um, James Potter Banks on the Bus, King of the Burger, um, and James Potter was sad. And just so you know, the preview line for King of the Burger yes. says, Lily rolled her eyes at her husband's total stupidity as she did periodically every 10 seconds or so. There aren't <laughs> any crowns here in Starbucks, she said. In Starbucks, all men are equal. <laughs> so, yes, they're all like really short little stories. And I feel like they're all as amazing as Harry Potter, <laughs> or sorry, James Potter and his friends. Uh, mm -hmm. So, again, that was. Uh, that was amazing. James Potter and his friends by James Potter gets shit done. James Potter gets shit done. I loved your story. It was weird and thoroughly enjoyable. So thank you, whoever you are. Right? I'm so yeah. sad you stopped writing stories in 2012. Oh, come back, James Potter something, whatever. James I forgot Potter your name. Shit more. done. James Potter gets shit done. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm gonna distraught. go. Right. I'm gonna go investigate screaming. Okay. Until next time, <laughs> stay classy. Go do shit. Yeah. Open only go Instagram. do shit if you're vaccinated. If you're not vaccinated, don't go do anything. Stay in your house and do shit. Stay in your house and do shit. Yeah. And uh, stay fresh, cheese bags. Bye.